1: Welcome to the Iron Brew Podcast. Brad Mel, Matt Blanchard, and Matt Ellis. Uh so we're gonna come back on, we're gonna have a look at these two games, pick up where we left off last time. Um but just before that, bit of news from the week, and I think it's a nice bit of news as well, actually, that Cam Wilson's been called up for the provisional squad for England Sea and yeah actually i um i interviewed paul fairclough a couple of years ago actually he was the manager of england c and once we'd done you know what we were doing he was sort of telling me a little bit about you know how it works and the players they've had come through and that type of thing and it, it does sound like a a real sort of good opportunity for him and you know he's been playing well this season and he's been playing well recently as well so you know i'm i'm glad to see he's been given this chance
0: yeah i would agree with that i think he's been good on the whole you know he's his first real season i know he played a little bit towards the end of the, last season um, but he went out on loan didn't he to Scarborough and not sure how that went really we didn't hear much about his loan spell there it w- wasn't like he was tearing the league up or anything like that but he's come back and he, he's done well he's scored a few goals and you know he, he's wading with a few assists as well obviously one the other night so yeah pleased for him and hopefully be be a bit of a boost for him that he's been recognised it looks as though they've maybe picked someone from from each side you know in the, in the National League I saw Jarvis was called up as well um, but yeah, it's um, yeah, it's, it's good for him, and hopefully he does well. You know, you're looking down that list. There are some good players, good forwards. Uh, I think there's there's Dolby from Wrexham, and and obviously Langstaff as well. So it'd be nice if he, he can get some game time. Um, but yeah, it's going to be difficult with with the players that they've called up. Cause it, it does look like a decent squad. So yeah, I, I don't think he'll miss any of our games, will he? I don't think. No, um, um, no, I don't fall, think so. Probably falls between. Between a couple of them, so you know he, he's obviously quite a big part of of what Dean's trying to do. He, he's been using him relatively regularly, so um, yeah, that's probably good news for us and and for him as well 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 that's it actually because we've we've not
1: really chatted about him all that much you know in in the last couple of episodes and and since Dean's come in and and since all of these players have come in as well including quite a few forwards realistically you know to he's he's done well to keep his place I think and you know he's earned that you know because he could have easily been subbed out and or you know he could be the type of player saying well you know I've got somebody that can do what you're doing we don't need you in the squad anymore but you know he's he's fought that place and I think you know, he's he's on most people's list of, you know, he's one of these that needs to start.
0: Yeah, I would say so. And I think he dropped out for the Eastley game um, and then he came on, didn't he? And I, I think he, he looked bright when he came on. He gave us a little bit more than, than Elliot had given us on the day. You know, we... we Started to create a little bit more in that second half. Obviously, it was it was a really poor performance throughout, really. But I, I do think we look more likely to get something when when Wilson came on. For me, I think I said it last time. He's gone off the boil a little bit recently. I think I don't know why. I don't don't know why that would be. But I, I wasn't too impressed the Wrexham game and, and obviously Barham Wood. But obviously everyone had an off day then. However, on on the whole, he's been one of one of the most consistent players, I would say. Um, and you know, he, he's always a threat and he showed it on on Tuesday night setting up the goal um yeah, that was a really good run and, and obviously yeah good good ball across the box as well because it was probably difficult to pick someone out given he kind of had three men on him didn't he so um yeah that that's what he can do and, and it, hopefully he's only going to get better
1: yeah um let's let's maybe turn to the the games then cuz i think I know, you know we said it last time and I think uh, the manager himself on Humberside said it you know I think this was just before the Tuesday game that basically you know had we lost both of these and certainly had we lost Tuesday that would more or less have been it wouldn't it you know we'd have we'd have gone down um I think it's it's unfortunate that you know the time that we get a win a few of the other teams around us do get a win as well, but we can only sort of control what we're doing and, and look at how we play. Um, but yeah, maybe let's... Should we maybe just have a brief bit on the Eastley one first? I mean, it's it It wasn't good, was it? I mean, at all. I know the, there was, I think, a pretty poor performance from the ref. Uh, it's not an excuse. It's not, you know, the reason why we lost. Uh, the The penalty decision itself depends what he's given it for if it's if it's a handball it's harsh I think if it's the trip maybe again it's quite soft but I mean nobody really complained at the time players wise did they but it, yeah a soft penalty but again we just weren't at it all game and I think if it wasn't the penalty it could have been something else to be honest
0: easily were quite difficult to play against you know they, they were going down quite easily they were looking for three kicks unfortunately the ref was, was buying it and I think with the penalty decision you know he didn't really think about it he, he appeared you know he couldn't wait to give it and if it was the handball and I I think it probably was it looked to be that um you know from from behind the goal it seemed to be that's when he gave it and yes it did it his hand but for me very harsh but I I just think first half we didn't really turn up passing it was just non-existent really the amount of times we just a simple five-yard pass managed to find its way off the pitch It, it was just shocking and the second half, obviously, there was there was a bit of an improvement. We maybe had a shout for a penalty or, or two. Again, I think that would have been soft. And I think the Pew one especially, I think he was probably looking for it. But, you know, we've seen them giving against us, so on another day he, he may have got it. But overall, it was it was just a, a really poor performance all round. And it was disappointing because I know Eastleigh are up there. I know they're they're doing really well. For me, they, they weren't anything special. I think they were they were very difficult to play against. And they've found a way to win games. And unfortunately, you know, they they, um, they did enough. Uh, and I don't think we did enough to kind of put them under pressure and probably worse than than the Bar and Wood game.
1: Mm. I mean, actually, it's an interesting thing you mentioned there about Eastleigh being sort of playoffs. Uh, I've been saying this before. This league's a bit of a strange one, really, isn't it? I mean, you, you know, when it, when we've been saying that a lot of the defeats have been against teams, you know, higher up or playoffs and things like that, that's definitely true. Um but at the same time, I think having watched the majority of the home games this season, I, I, I would say the only teams that I've been genuinely impressed by are the two you'd expect, Notts County and Wrexham. I think the rest of them, and, and I would include Chesterfield in this, and they were sort of my marker. When they came over Christmas, they were third at the time. And yes, they beat us, but they didn't look anything. You know, they didn't look anything that special. And I think a lot of the teams up there, you know, Barnet as well, you know, Eastley, as we've just seen, they can be difficult to play against but sort of quality wise it's not there you know i think anybody is for the taking pretty much in this league which is why you know and i'm sure we'll talk about it shortly when we're looking at the games that are coming up you know i do think there is a slight chance still because i think anybody realistically should be able to beat anybody here and and yeah as you say they're tricky to play against but quality and the same with altering it, it wasn't there for the full game
2: yeah I think so. It is a very, very strange league, isn't it, really? And I think kind of one of the issues that we've been having, really, is just trying to get that kind of formula to to sort of get grind out the results consistently. As you said, you know, kind of outside sort of the top two, really, everybody else is pretty bang average. And I think it's realistically... it's 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 what happens in both boxes, isn't it? And I think that the teams seem to focus on that like more in this league than anything else. Like, as long as you defend well and you can take your chances, you'll do okay. And then maybe just disregard everything else. Do you know what I mean? Like the quality of football um, and things like that. And then it, I guess that's kind of what you expect at this level to a certain extent. But I think that that's one of the things that, not, that we've not really done very well this year. Is be good in both boxes for most of the year. We've just shipped gold left, right, and centre. However, that seems to have sort of shored up a little bit recently. Um, and also, we've not consistently been scoring, have we? Really? You know, we we don't really have a striker who's, who's brought in a decent amount of. Of goals this season, and it, this kind of come from like Butterfield, hasn't it? Obviously Wilson's chipped him with a few, and 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 stuff like that. And obviously when Nuttall was here, but again, like most of those was from the penalty spot from him. So <clears throat> we've not really been very good in both boxes, and I think that kind of sums up our season really. And and whatever else we we might have done in the middle of the park between the two boxes, we might have played a decent amount of football. You know, some like a decent quality football at some point. But you come up against these teams that they look shit but they are more effective in both ends of the pitch, even if they look a mess, they look scruffy. And then that's why we've not been able to take points from these teams. And I think that that's the formula that this this league kind of works on. And I think that that's something that we need to learn incredibly quickly. And I can imagine if we do go down the season, it'll be the case next season to, to even more, more of an extent, really. Um, but yeah, like the, the faster we can learn that, that out, the better. And... You know, it'll be interesting to see how, how we get on. But I think that, you know, it, it, we're very sort of sitting on a knife edge, aren't we? Really, obviously, if, if we hadn't won against Alteringham, then obviously that would have been it. We would have been nine points adrift. And obviously that goal difference is, is absolutely horrific. So that's really another point there. Um, so w- we would have been absolutely completely dead and buried. We, we, we fight, you know, we live to fight another day with that win against Alteringham. But really, you know, look at look at the table. Look at the upcoming fixtures. We need to be... Uh, obviously I think we've got Wilston coming up, haven't we? And and also Solihull, really. And those are two teams that we need to be. And again, really average kind of mid-table-ish teams that are probably better in both boxes than we are. So we have to learn that fast and and, and get results from these two teams. Really, a draw is not going to do it. We need to win. And and, and that's essentially saying we need to win the next two games, which would mean that we've won three in a row and we've not done that for about, what, 20 years or something like that. So, um, you know, that's where we are at the minute and we lose the next game We're pretty much dead. So it's sort of every game has to be won, really, apart from maybe, sort of like, say, two or three. I know Knox County are coming up away, and that's going to be a really difficult game. If we get anything from that, it'll be, you know, a bonus. But yeah, yeah, it's just just where we are. We're essentially fighting for our life every game. And and, and we need to, the team needs to give everything every game for every minute of every game. And otherwise, we're going to get relegated. We're in, that's where we are.
0: Yeah, I'd agree with that. And I think that's, for me, with the Eastleigh game and, to an extent, Tuesday, you know, first half Tuesday, I thought we were really poor as well. As Matt says, we need to be picking up the points. We need to be winning games. And we just weren't at it. And I think, you know, we can't afford to be dropping points anymore. And that's that's the reality of the situation, given where we are and how many how many games we've got left. And then another thing that annoyed me a little bit was was Dean. You know, he's been defending sort of some of the results and he's saying, look, we've been playing sort of top teams in the table and you know you take Wrexham out and, and you take Notts County out you know, I think they are two really good teams at this level um, and I think I know you've said Chesterfield they weren't that good when we played them especially at home but I think they have strengthened since you know Kalkloof scoring loads of goals they've made some really good signings recently and I think they will, will finish the season quite strongly but I think if you take those out there's not really any great sides and I think that's it's just wound me up a little bit here. In you know, we've played fifth in the league, we've played seventh in the league, but you know, yes, we have. But they're not good sides. They they, they do a job. You know, they, they're they're fairly solid. And you look at Tuesday night. I think the some some sides down the bottom had really good results. I think York. I think they beat Bromley. Yeah, um, Dorking beat Barnett, I think as well. And and Yeovil beat Eastleigh. So they are beatable. I mean, teams at the bottom are, are beating teams in and around the playoffs. And I think. You know we've we've got to start doing that if if we do want to stay up. Um, but I think, as you say, with the next two games, especially um, Solihull, they they're not having as good a season. Obviously, they've they've been there thereabouts in the past couple of seasons. Uh, but I think they're sort of mid-table now, and and Wilston as well. It is two must-win games. You'd maybe you'd maybe take a point at uh, Solihull, but I think realistically, we we do need to get six, and then you know if some of the teams around us fail to pick up points, uh, it might just give us a bit more belief heading into the final run. But um, yeah, I do think still at the moment, given the Eastley result, we're still going to be struggling, I think.
1: Yeah, potentially. But also let's, let's consider the fact that, you know, we have had that win on Tuesday. We, it was necessary and we did get it. And as we've said, unfortunate that some of the other teams have won, but it's given us a bit of a chance. We're still in there for now. Um, and I think let, let's take a look at that because I think there are definitely some some positives to take from that game, obviously beyond just the result itself. Uh, obviously two goals, clean sheet, that's always good. Um, I want to start, let's start with the defence maybe actually, because I think now I think we've got a reasonably solid defence. I think Ogle for me is possibly on for my player of the season actually. I think this time around, he's, he's last couple of games, you know, last couple of months, He's been solid at the back, going forward as well. I think he looks a really great player. Richards, Everton, I said last time, big fan of him. I like him. I think he's he looks solid and Smith as well. Like together, they're looking great. I think if we can keep this certainly to the end of the season and and you know see where we are next year, they're great. And actually, I would I would point out, I know Leeks had some criticism um, certainly on here as well. Uh, I think it was his best game Tuesday. I think across the back, I think we look great. Yeah, I agree.
2: And I think that's kind of one of the things that it's obviously sort of improved in the past few games, hasn't it really that we just look a little bit more solid in defense. Um, and it's, you know, look, it's taken absolutely ages for it to get, for us to get to that point. <laughs> I mean, you know, we, we conceded against Easley, but again, dodgy penalty, um, you know, one against Oltringham, clean sheet um, and things like that. So it's, it's sort of slowly starting to improve, and we've not really conceded a whole lot of goals recently. And obviously, look at the the Maidstone United game again; it's one all. So it's like in in the in the kind of a past few games, we've not really been that leaky, and obviously that has been our problem for most of the season. It, it's disappointing that it's taken us sort of this long to kind of sort it out, but. um you know, that a bit of experience with uh with, with Chapman coming in <clears throat> and, and obviously uh, as you said, Brad, I think Smith looks pretty solid and and Everton's been probably our standout kind of signing really and, and it's interesting to see that his, his deal's been made permanent and we found that out in the week, didn't we? Um, and he used to do that to accommodate the uh, Bennett when he was loaned in um, so I think that you know he, he looks pretty solid and, and and Ogle's as you said Ogle's been good I think he's actually probably been really really good since Jimmy Dean came in for some reason it's whatever he was okay like but I think that he's really kicked on and he's looked really really good but you've got the making of a decent defense there and and you know it, it's, it's finally good to see and then that's sort of the mentality now that they can go into a game and think well actually you know there's no guarantee we're going to concede here so we might be able to nick a one nil win or you know so there's less pressure on the strikers and we've not scored that many goals this season so I think that if we had started a season with the, this defence that we've got now I don't think we'd be anywhere near where we are we'll probably be sort of like maybe lower mid-table or something like that we've still got the scoring issues um but that's that's the fact really, that is a fact, really, I mean, look at Taft, Guy's an absolute donkey. Um, you know, Boyce has been OK, but he's not really worked that well for him. Um, and then just seeing the solidity now that we've got is really, really good. It's really promising to see. So I think that, you know, now we can go into a game and think, actually, there's no guarantee we're going to concede. So we might be able to nick kind of like a 1-0 win or something like that. And that really helps. And that will really change the mentality going into games away or at home. Um, so it would be interesting to, to to obviously go to kind of Solihull, uh, a team who are kind of mid-table, uh, as we said, might not doing as well as they have been in the past couple of seasons, but still, still an alright team at this level who will score goals. So, um, you know, again, if we keep a clean sheet, I think we might get something, um, you know. <laughs> Well, well, it's it's, it's,
1: inter- it's interesting what you're saying about the sort of nicking the one nil there, because actually that's that's sort of the impression I got on Tuesday night. Because um, like, I don't think the first half was great. I think a lot of people are going to going to say that. Realistically, I think we improved in the second. I think Altrincham tired in the second, but we did what we needed to do and getting that first goal Bennett there that obviously gave us a lot of confidence. Um, but it, it it also seems like I think we have a lot more confidence in our own ability at set pieces now. Obviously, we scored a few, haven't we? And, and Smith last night, you know, it's from that corner, isn't it? And, you know, that, that volley in and it, you know, did it cross the line. I mean, obviously, you've seen from the sort of the, the goal angle that, that it did, but I didn't, from my seat, I didn't know if it had or not. Uh, but it, it was given, obviously. It seems like we have confidence in our ability in, in set pieces. And the fact that our defence is a little bit more shored up, I think potentially why Altringham were maybe allowed to just sort of control that first half you know i'm not taking it away from them you know they played very well in that first half but they weren't threatening as such you know they had a couple of moments but they weren't really threatening us they just sort of was was passing it around they were comfortable
0: hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
1: On the ball. And it it did seem to me that, you know, we'll let them do that. And then if we get a corner, if we get a free kick, we can probably get something from that and hang in. And and I think realistically from, I mean, what we've got left, 10 games, I think performance-wise from now to the end of the season, it's just irrelevant, you know. I'll take a crap performance all day if we nick a 1-0 and it keeps us up. You know, absolutely. I think from next season, then yes, you're looking at, you know, entertaining football and and that sort of thing when it's a bit of a clean slate. But for now, do whatever it takes to stay up. And if that means, you know, a crap performance and just nick a goal on a free kick, so be it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And and I think that with that whole kind of idea that the two box is more important than anything else, Obviously, um, set pieces are, are incredibly important at this level. Uh, and if you're going to ship goals um, left, right, and centre from from corners, from free kicks, and things like that, then uh, well, even throw-ins at this level, really, because long throws seem to be a thing, don't they? So uh, yeah, no, you know, well, another
1: ship- thing we're, we're good at with Ogle, you know, he can launch yeah. into the box, can't he? Yeah,
2: <clears throat> exactly. So if if we're going to ship goals in that manner, we're not going to do very well. But as you said, you know, that's been better. And, and I don't know if we met, we mentioned it on the podcast, but I think. Um, I don't know who said it? But it's said, but Butler's been helping with the set piece routine and training. Yeah, we, we, we mentioned
1: all. that last time, didn't we? I think and Dean yeah. said that from the from the was it was it Dagenham that we scored the goal mm-hmm. against. I can't remember, but it was yeah, it was that free kick, uh, the set piece routine. And he, he did say on the interview afterwards that uh, yeah, he'd been working with Andy Butler on stuff like that.
2: Yeah, which is which is great because obviously you remember Butler's career with us. He was great in the air, and for a centre back, he scored a ridiculous amount of goals, didn't he?
1: And if, um, and if you've got I, coaches that you know have that skill set you know utilize it I don't think we've seen enough of that from our management teams over the last couple of years you know he's obviously Dean's come in and I think this is definitely something to his credit you know he's seen you know Butler's in the building he's brought him in he's had a chat saying this is where he can benefit the team so absolutely let's defer to him on this and you know that's definitely credit to him because it's obviously working a treat
2: well absolutely I, I just think that we need to see more of it and and if we if we kind of had all these things in place at the start of the season, we wouldn't be do- we wouldn't be where we are now, which is the frustration. Really, um, it's not really much we can do about it, is there? Um And I think, you know, moving forwards, you know, we just need to see more of it. But but we're, it's just because we're in such a perilous situation. It's just like you know, it's probably come too late.
0: I think with the with the set pieces, you can definitely tell there's been some new ideas there. Obviously, whether that's that's Jimmy. I know Jimmy said Andy Butler's had a big impact on those as well but just the way you know we, we're getting just the movement in the box you can just tell they've been working on it in training and a few different routines they've been trying and and luckily you know the last few few games they've come off uh obviously smith's on tuesday night um real nice finish actually mm-hmm. that one um but good movement as well to the to the near post and, and he's connected with it really well um she you can see that i mean I agree with Matt, we need to see more of it. And now we've got, we have got two long throw sort of experts, if you like, because Leak can throw a ball as well. And and obviously Ogle, but we're still not quite getting it right. I don't think, obviously we are scoring more from set plays and, and we are causing problems from the throws. But I do think with Ben Richards-Everton coming up, um, you know, he causes absolute carnage in, in the box. I do think there's, there's still more that we, we can do with that it's a massive improvement because i don't think we scored many at all from set pieces you know at the start of the season so so we are seeing improvements um but i do think we've got kind of two long throws um you know from each side we can we can put the ball into the box and we've got some big guys in there that that hopefully can take advantage but but yeah there's there's still some work to do on it but it's it's definitely promising because at the end of the day i mean that is what this division's all about isn't it i think um if you can if you can defend set pieces well and you can obviously score a few at the other end, then um, you know that, that that's what teams like easily do at, at the end of the day. And and they're kind of uh, reaping the rewards for that. Um, but as you say, on the whole, I think defensively, we're looking a lot better. Um, I think it does help when you've got that settled sort of back four with, with Chapman in behind. I'm still not a massive, massive fan of the league. I, I do think he defends quite well. Uh, and on Tuesday night, to be fair to him, he got in, uh, to, at least two really good yeah. blocks in that good first blocks. half, which, which um, you know, although they didn't have that many shots on target, um, altering them, I thought they were working the ball into really good areas. And fortunately, you know, we've got a defence now that they're happy to throw themselves in front of it and, and get some blocks in. Um, so I think he defended really well. I just think he's got to work on when he's got the ball at his feet, he's got to find a man in, in claret and blue because he very rarely does. And it just puts us under pressure again, and and then we've got to defend again, and it just gives us a bit more to think about. But um, but yeah, I mean, it looks a lot better as a, as a settle back four, and I think you can tell on on the goals against column. You know, we, we're not conceding as many, um, and I do think I think I said it last time when we when we had the podcast. The issues now we're going to be up the other end. Um, not so much keeping them out, but but we've got to start scoring and we've got to start creating a little bit more. Um, but it was good that we obviously got the two on Tuesday night, stepping the right direction, obviously, and, and the goals against is coming down. So, yeah, that, that seems to have shored up a little bit and it does give us a good base to build from. But we've got to get the, the going forward right. And for me, in the first half on, on Tuesday, I know he did play two wide men in Wilson and Feeney, but it just seemed a bit disjointed to me, not... I'm not sure. I know what formation he was he was trying to play, but it just didn't work in in that first half. And I do think you know altering and move the ball as as well as as any team I've seen really. Um, but they were just given too much space and and time, and they just seemed a bit sharper than us. And I think they were kind of on every loose ball. And it's it's difficult to know whether they were they were really comfortable in possession and, and moving it well, or whether we just gave them far too much time and and space, and I think it's probably a mixture of the two. I think they did look comfortable, um, and and they did play some good stuff. Um, I think second half they're tired a little bit, as you said. You know they they were pressing really high in that first half, and I think you know there was there was an old bloke that used to sit next to me when I sat in the Telegraph stand, and he always used to say, you know, they can't keep this up for ninety minutes when when a team um, kind of adopted that that style of play and you know they very rarely can at this level and I think that that kind of showed and I think we upped our game in that second half you know we got a bit closer to them we just got in the faces a little bit and and started to create a few chances ourselves and um, it was you know completely different performance from that first half because I think at half time uh, I was was sort of fearing the worst but to be fair they came out and, and gave it a good go in the second half and ultimately you know the only thing that mattered was the three points and it wasn't an amazing performance the second half performance got us over the line and and that's what we need to do between now and the end of the season yeah
1: um there's also some other things of note I think to take out of that game i i think some some players are probably tiring obviously we've had you know quite a few fixtures recently haven't we I'm not necessarily be surprised if we see some changes for the next game. I mean, I know we get a little bit of a rest this weekend, don't we? So maybe it will be the same lineup. But uh, we saw Shields for the first time, didn't we? You know, what did you make of him for his sort of little appearance? And and would you would you reckon
0: he might be sort of in contention to be starting the next one? Yeah, I mean, he came on at Barham Wood and he looked quite sharp. But I think that that's the first time he's played at home, isn't it, I think. And he looked okay when he came on. I think he kind of defended quite well. He he was tracking back and and he looked okay. We still need to see more of him sort of going forward because at the end of the day that's what we brought him in to do. Um, but he's got a good pedigree. Obviously he's been around a long time. He, he's he knows this level inside out. And I think technically he's, he, he is a good player. Um, you know, I think he was at Spurs as a youngster. So. Um, you know he's got that kind of background, and I think he will he will be okay. And I think he's he's going to be, um, you know, if we can get him on the pitch a little bit more. I know he was injured, wasn't he, when he first came in? But I think he he will be okay. And I'd like to see a bit more of him, really. Um, I do think at the moment, from what we've seen, he's going to be a better option than than Sembi Ferris. And you know, some games obviously Wilson he's he's played quite a lot of football. He has been looking a bit tired for me in, in recent weeks. So it's good that we've got another option. And obviously, Feeney coming back in there as well. Um, you know, so we've got a few options out wide if, if he decides to go and play that formation. So, yeah, you know, uh, no issues with him. I think he's he's very experienced at the level, and, and I'd just like to see a bit more of him, really, to see what he can do.
1: And also, I know we've talked about Butterfield a lot, haven't we, on the podcast, but Whitehouse came back in, didn't he, at uh, Old Tringham? And, you know, we, he's one that he, he started the season quite brightly, didn't he? And then, obviously, he's, he's gone out again and, you know, he, he's coming back in. What, what did you make of how he did?
0: Uh, yeah, I thought he had another decent game. Obviously, he got the booking, so um, he had to be quite careful in in the second half. And I think that's obviously why, why he's brought Pugh on. Maybe fresh legs and also with the with the booking in mind, because we don't want to lose him. You know, sensible decision but I think to be fair to Whitehouse he had one slip didn't he in, in that first half when um, they didn't capitalise on it but it was a really bad area to lose the ball but that said uh, overall I think he had another good game and it surprised me a little bit that you know he's been out the side I think when he came back in played really well at Halifax uh, I think the Bromley game as well he, he did well and he, he, when he's been called upon he's he's been solid and he gets the ball and he always tries to go forward with it and turn into into space and move it forward whereas you know, players like Bunker, although he's been okay, I think he always tries to was pass or just to keep it simple whereas Whitehouse does try and get you forward another the pitch which I, I quite like about him and he is comfortable on the ball um, and, and obviously his experience, he wins you those free kicks, niggly free kicks in, in areas, tight areas um, where there's not a lot on. You know, I do like him and I think it's surprising, really, that he's he's found himself out the side again. Because I think when he has played, he's been one of the best players, if not the best player on the pitch. So hopefully he has another run of games. He's he's done nothing wrong when he has played, and he just gives you that experience in there. So um, yeah, I think as kind of that holding midfielder just in front of the back four, you know, perfect. I don't think you're going to get many better at this level if he can stay fit and. Um, you know, he seems to have been fit for the past few weeks. So, uh, for me, we talk about Wilson being probably most fans uh, would, would have him in the starting 11. For me, I would have Whitehouse in there if he's fit. But I do think he's, um, you know, one of our better players when when he does play and when he plays well. So, um yeah, I thought it was another good performance, but I do think Tuesday he was right to bring him off because I do think Pugh's been okay as well recently. Thought he had a really good game at, at Maidstone. You know, not many did, I would say, that night, but I think he was really energetic and um put himself about and he has done that in the last couple of games. So um yeah, I think he he's probably found himself unlucky to um drop out um because I think he's he's done okay, but obviously it's very difficult because He's playing with those two holding midfielders at the moment. He seems to be liking bunker in there. You know, I don't think he's missed a game as he since he kept, since he's come in. I do think, especially in the first half on Tuesday, again he was chasing shadows a little bit. I think he was he was similar against Eastleigh. I think he's gone off the boil a little bit, but I do think he, there is a good player in there. But yeah, for me at the moment on on form. Uh, I think Pugh and and Whitehouse have probably been the best two in in central midfield. And then you just mentioned Butterfield. First half, it didn't really work for me because I think he was just a bit too far forward. I think he was sort of playing as a second striker. However, he wasn't really close enough to Bennett to, to benefit from any of the knockdowns or anything like that. And I think when he's just a little bit further back, he can sort of dictate play, picks those passes. And I think that's where you see the best of him, really. Although, you know, he had that one shot in the first half maybe just bobbled up and, and just went over, but you know, he, he is dangerous in those areas, but I do think passing and, you know, his, his range of passing, he, he's a little bit better if he's just a little bit further back with, with a kind of free role rather than just playing off, off the front man.
1: And I think just before we sort of start to wrap up, I know, I know we've chatted about this a little bit already, but it is worth a sort of proper look ahead to the next sort of couple of games. I know we've been saying sort of before we started this, haven't we looking down the, the list of fixtures, you know, it, it if we take it on the fact that we're playing teams in and around us, we've still got quite a few of those left when we get to April, haven't we? I know we've still got Torquay and, and Gateshead as well. They're there, there. Um, there. If we are still in it by then, it, there is a real chance, isn't there? And I think this win on Tuesday, it's why it's so vital, isn't it? You know, as you said already, Matt, if had we have lost Tuesday night, I think that would have been pretty much it. You know, there'd be absolutely no coming back. I still think there's a hell of a job to do if we are going to stay up. But, we have given ourselves a fighting chance. And as you say, two games coming up, I know you say Solihull were, you know, sort of in and around before, and I, I I, would be going for a win. I think I think six points
0: from this, I think is actually a reasonable target for the next two. I think it's got to be, to be honest. Solihull, they are a decent side at this level and they've proved it in the past couple of seasons. They're doing okay this season, you know. They're, they're not gonna. I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs. I think they're um, they're a little bit behind. I think they're about nine points behind the playoffs at the moment, but they're safe. They're sort of mid table, and I think nothing really to play for. So you know, hopefully we can go there and put on a decent performance. We we did okay earlier on in the season. I think we were three 0 up, and then obviously lost lost by three. But in that first half, you know, although we've we've had a, a big turnaround of players since then, it did show that that you could get at them and, and cause them problems and you know we don't score three very often so that was that was sort of a you know indication that, that they're not that great this season uh, and they are kind of a team that, that we could be looking at getting some points from then obviously Wheelston as well they've had a really good season to be fair I don't think anyone expected them to, to do much really um, and, and they're up there I think again Not far from the playoffs. I don't think they'll make the playoffs this season, but they they probably still have something to play for a little bit more than Solihull. And, you know, it's going to be tough, but we're at home. And I think you'd probably want that game at home. I think away from home, it's a really tough place to go. Whereas whereas at home, I think we can get them and and hopefully get a result. But I think, as you say, we've got to get four points at least. And, and, you know, if not six, and we've got to hope that some of the teams around us um, so you're looking at yoga and and dorking really drop some points. Uh, because I think Dorking are the one for me, you look at it, they have played sort of I think they've played a game less than us, but they've played a game more than everyone else. And I think they'll probably be looking over the shoulder a little bit as as we head into the, the sort of last last few games of the season. And obviously we play them last day, so don't we So that might be quite interesting if we can keep in touch. Don't know if it'll go down to the last day or not, but if we can keep in touch it, it certainly makes it quite interesting. But I still think we might have given us ourselves a little bit too much to do. Looking at the table, and it's just the games in hand, isn't it? I think that that's the that's the issue. Yeovil and and Gateshead with the two games in hand, are they going to lose both? Who knows? It's just yeah, it's it's going to be tricky. And I know we've got Gateshead to play. We we've got to win those, haven't we? We've got to win the games against teams around us. But you know, we are in a position now where we've We've got to try and win every game, well, I mean,
1: to be honest, just looking at it actually and just looking at the league table here, we do still have games against Torquay, Gateshead, Aldershot, and Oldham as well, and Oldham a little bit higher up. We've got York as well, you know, so they really are teams in and around us, and I think you know if we can get the next two out of the way and still still a going I think there's a real
0: chance at it for me that's the key thing isn't it I think we've got to keep in touch and that's why these next two games are so important I think we we just can't afford to lose at Sol Hill we we need the win Um, but I think if you can get your two wins it puts a bit of pressure on the teams above us as well if we can kind of start putting back to back wins together and, and picking up some points because I think you know, it then makes their games more difficult. You know, the the games in hand, looking over the shoulder and, and they can see we've hit a bit of form. You know, psychologically it, it gives us a little bit of a boost. But but yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be tricky. April might come a little bit too late. That's my concern really, because we have got some winnable games in April and, and must win games, but it's just whether we're gonna be in touch by, by the time April comes. Yeah.
1: Well let's let's leave it there then. So Good win. Very good win on Tuesday. Uh, And as I said, it's the three points. That's all that matters. The performances at the minute. It doesn't really come into it too much, I don't think. Um, It's going to be difficult, but there is is a slim chance still. There is a slim chance still. Thank you for listening to this. Uh, Obviously, no game this weekend. But we will have a podcast episode out because we have, we recorded our interview with Tom Evans earlier in the week. Uh, so we're going to get this episode out first and then that can go up this weekend. Uh, it's a good one. It's a nice one to listen to. So if you do, if you are free this weekend, do, do tune in for that. Um, thank you for listening to this. We will see you on the next
2: one.